the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to Attach to Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Glenn, how are you? I'm good. There is an amazing book by Jocko called Extreme Ownership. And if you haven't checked it out yet, I would highly suggest that you do. And I'm going to read some things that I've pulled from the book because I think it's something that we all need to remind ourselves every single morning that we wake up. I know that we are all busy. We are all tired. We are all stressed. But I believe that mindset is one of the key elements to be able to flip that switch. And he said that he knows that somewhere out there, another man was also preparing, that a man was his enemy. He was working, training, planning, and preparing to meet on the battlefield. He didn't know when, he didn't know where. He would meet and he wanted to be ready. And I think this is so important when it comes to the way that we perceive the things that we do every single day in terms of preparing ourselves for battle. Now, we can use the word battle as a euphemism for many different things, but the world has gone crazy, right? Mm -hmm. It is a completely different world that we're living in to where I have read the conversation to be had by so many people discussing the same thing. Like it feels like something is coming and nobody could put a finger on it. The Christians will say that it's God. The political figures and and those that follow the political sphere closely will say that it's war. And then you have people who are more spiritual and they'll, they'll, they'll educate me in ways that are far beyond my comprehension talking about the spiritual alignment and things of that nature. And I think that it it becomes so easy for us to get caught up in the easy way of doing things that we forget about the word preparation. We forget about the way that we need to arm ourselves. And of course, again, that could mean many different things, but the essence that, that he dives into here is making sure that we're preparing our bodies making sure that we're preparing our minds. What are some of the ways we could do that? It's, it's in, in my understanding of it, it's preparing mentally how to handle situations to set yourself up for success, whether it's training physically in the war aspect or protecting your mind from the craziness that's out there, but having it in the back of your mind to be prepared to how you can act on, on the f- front end. Yeah. And I'm thinking about when I work out, there are so many mental games that I play with myself when I'm working out. And it's the same thing when I'm shooting. I don't know if it's the same for you. When I shoot, I picture a very, (laughs) a very, uh, okay, how can I say it? I picture a very specific thing when I'm shooting. (laughs) And I use that as my target. My accuracy is significantly better when I focus and I fixate on that one particular thing. Yeah, and, and that's a good, it's, it's you preparing your mind. So, and, and I'm just going down that rabbit hole of it's preparing your mind of being able to shoot somebody because you're not just shooting a piece of paper. It's being able to take a human life in that instance. And, and that's the purpose of shooting unless you're doing a competition type thing. But the reality is, is guns are meant to stop a threat. 
And if you're mentally preparing yourself, when it happens, it's not going to be anything that you're, you're scared to do, or you're going to accidentally miss and, or hit a shoulder or, or do something like that. And that's where it goes into the book, um, on killing, um, that if you look over the years of training within the military on how they never train to mentally prepare the soldiers for going into war. And that's why, like in World War II and World War I, you have this high amount of ammo that was wasted because it's that subconscious way of thinking of you're pointing at somebody, but you're subconsciously missing that person. Yeah, I'm going to play a song for you later, Clint. It's called American Flags by Tom McDonald. And one of the lines in there is something, of course, it's the the right talking to the left. And he says something like, what do you think we have our guns for, hunting? <laughs> and, you know, talking about this in the wholesome form, you know, we're we should not be acting as though we are performing in life in a leisure way. We should always feel that we are arming ourselves for combat. And that's not just in the physical sense, someone's coming to fight me and I'm going to fight them back. It's understanding that the enemy is preparing. There is somebody out there who is doing a lot more work than we are doing. And we need to recognize that. And when we recognize that, it should it should give us this sense of like, fuck yes, I need to get to work. Yeah. And I think that we forget that a lot. We forget that because life interferes. And life shows us that, you know, things are comfortable. I'm okay right now. But when we understand that there's somebody else out there who recognizes that it might not always be okay, it might not always be comfortable, and they're training, they're training their bodies, they're training their minds, they're getting enough sleep, they're eating correctly, they're doing all of the things that are fueling themselves, they're, that's the person that I, I want in my circle. That's the person that I want to be friends with. And the reason why, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky because I have an opportunity to surround myself with so many individuals that are doing those things and who are not just saying that they're doing those things. And having these conversations with people and making sure that I'm fueling my circle with people that I admire, people that are are putting in the work, people who might be battle buddies one day, right? And again, it's not just battle buddies in the sense of we're, we're not just hunting. I'm talking about people who you know that you can count on. You know that when you have a conversation with them, you're so aligned in your thoughts and your ideas that it makes you feel, um, when you leave that conversation, that you have a new perspective that puts you on a path that perhaps you didn't see before. It's so important to surround yourself with people like that. And it's in people who bring you up and not hold you back. And, you know, one of my partners was actually speaking about uh, Jocko's book on this, and, and it goes into the mindset of, you know, it's that self-actualization. Actualization. Actu- actual, yeah, that word. Actualization. <laughs> actualization. There we go. <laughs> and, and it's, so you say something to somebody and they get offended or they, 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 come back with an argument on it and it's not why are they seeing it this way it's why what can you do to change how you presented it to that person to where they don't perceive it that way 
And when he said this to me, I was like, you know, and, and I know Ashley said this to me, but for this specific instance, it, it kind of brought to light this, this understanding for myself. And it's not on that person. It was on me and how I presented it to him. Yeah. And that removes the finger pointing. Exactly. It's so easy for us to, you know, like I've been guilty of this, right? I've been guilty of this in the sense that sometimes I feel like it's impossible to change the mind of a leftist. And it's not that I want to be right and I want them to be wrong. I only want them to see the things that they're refusing to pay attention to. And you're right. It it comes to a point to where, and I, I mean this in all honesty, and it's coming from a good place. There are many times where I have found that I need to dumb things down in a way and remove a lot of the intellect in order to be able to have an even playing field on that battlefield when having those disputed conversations with somebody. And I just so happen to be incredibly passionate about my country that it's difficult for me to do that. But getting back to you know extreme ownership and um, just the accountability, the self-accountability, being able to say that about myself is a, is a win, right? That's information. It's not always a bad thing to point out a bad thing about yourself or to have that accountability partner who is pointing out something that you're flawed with. But our ego gets in the way of that oftentimes. And when that happens, that again is information and should be a tool for us to work from. And, and everything that we have in, in life, it, it's building up that tool belt. It's building up those different avenues of attack and, and not in that combat way, but it could be in the, the articulation side. It could be in the combat way. It could be in so many different factors in our lives. And it's, you can't control other people, but you can control how you do things and how you prepare for things. And you know what I like too is when you have built up this library of resources when we're talking about the mental con- uh, the the mental combat side of things and you you use a reference, you say something. An example of this was I was having a conversation I I am not a believer in the God of the Bible, however I try to be every single day. That's something I've said a million times. And a part of that is educating myself on the Bible. And I don't remember who I was having this conversation with, but I was with several people. And I said something like, calm down, Jezebel. (laughs) And (laughs) there were only two other people who laughed at that reference. And it's really cool when you arm yourself with information like that and you're able to say something like that and then you are able to identify your battle buddies in that regard, right? It allows us to learn more about the people that we are around when we share information in that way. So I think that it's important for us to recognize that when we change our mindset, especially in the morning, every day when we wake up and we ask ourselves, how am I going to prepare for battle today? How am I going to become stronger than my enemy today? Sometimes that might mean investigating what your enemy is doing. Sometimes that might be information gathering so that you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing today. But when we have that mindset and we know that there is something that we all need to be doing better than what we did yesterday, then it allows us to to grow and to set that ego aside and to make sure that we are preparing in every aspect of the word. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.